0: Hello and welcome to the Balanced Wealth Podcast. My name is Jarrett Topel, and today's podcast topic is employee stock purchase plans, which are more commonly referred to as ESPPs. I'm going to talk about what these plans are, Why they're so wonderful, and some of the common mistakes participants in these plans often make in managing them. An Employee Stock Purchase Plan, or ESPP, is a plan provided by an employer of a company that is publicly traded that allows employees to purchase company stock directly from the company, usually at a discounted price. For example, if you work for IBM, It's a plan that allows you to buy IBM stock directly from IBM at a discount from the current market price. Now, before I go any further, it is important to note that there are actually two types of ESPPs, qualified and non-qualified plans. Only qualified plans are recognized and regulated by the IRS, and these are by far the most common plans, and these are the plans I'll be talking about in this presentation. So what are some of the benefits of using your company's ESPP? The first benefit to investors using an ESPP is that the stock is purchased directly through payroll deductions. So just like contributing to a 401k or paying for your company-provided health insurance, money is taken directly from your paycheck each pay period so you can set up the plan and basically be on autopilot. The ease of use and in making contributions to these plans make them a great way to get invested without a whole lot of work on your part. ESPPs are also great because they usually avoid commissions on the purchase of the stock. One of the biggest issues with being a smaller investor and trying to buy small amounts of stock over time is that commissions and fees can quickly eat away at any potential profit. But this is not the case with ESPPs, as generally speaking, there are no fees or commissions for buying stock through the ESPP. And the best part of the ESPP is that generally, you receive a significant discount off of the stock's price when purchasing the stock through the ESPP. This discount can be as much as 15%. In other words, if the stock is currently trading at $100 per share, you can purchase it for $85 a share and have an instant gain of 15%. In my mind, that is a truly remarkable deal. Because of these benefits, I almost always recommend my clients take advantage of ESPPs when offered. But of course, there are some potential drawbacks and pitfalls when using these plans, which I'll discuss now. First, you have to have some discretionary income each paycheck. You have to have money to invest. If you're living paycheck to paycheck and contributing to this plan would force you to build up credit card debt to fund your lifestyle, then using an ESPP may not make sense. Assuming this is not the case, and you have at least some discretionary income each month, using the ESPP is almost always a good idea. However, there are still some pitfalls to watch out for. As anyone who has ever talked to me about investing knows, I never recommend holding an undiversified portfolio. In general, I recommend clients never have more than 5% of their portfolio invested in any one stock, and really, 2% or less is ideal in my mind. So, if you're purchasing stock through an ESPP and letting this stock accumulate over time, you can quickly find yourself in a situation where you're holding an undiversified portfolio. Now, I don't like that in any situation, but it's especially bad when that undiversified position is also in the stock of the company you work for. I mean, you already have your paycheck tied to this company, you already have your health insurance tied to this company, you already have your life insurance tied to this company, and on and on. Basically, you already have a whole lot of eggs in this company's basket. Do you really want to add another egg to the same basket? That additional egg being your investment dollars? And while it's very hard to change the fact that you have your income and health care and all those other things tied to that one company, it is very easy to remove the investment egg from the equation, and that's exactly what I recommend you do. I very much like ESPPs and almost always recommend my clients take advantage, but I also generally recommend that they sell the stock and diversify as quickly as possible. In other words, get the discount and then diversify. Now, what I just said goes against the grain of how most people recommend employees use these plans. The general rule is for investors to hold the stock purchased in an ESPP for at least two years from the offering period and at least one year from the purchase of the stock. And that's because if you do, when you sell your shares, it's considered a qualifying disposition. And the gain, beyond the discount, which is always taxed at ordinary income, is taxed at capital gains rates. Once again, to be considered a qualifying disposition and be taxed at capital gains rates, you need to have held the stock at least two years from the offering period and at least one year from the purchase of the stock. And that's what most people recommend you do. If, on the other hand, you take my advice and sell the stock as soon as possible, and then use the proceeds to invest in a diversified portfolio. It's considered a disqualifying disposition, and you pay ordinary income tax rates on your gains because you didn't hold it for two years from the offering period and at least one year from the purchase of the stock. It's a disqualifying disposition, and you pay ordinary income tax rates instead of capital gains. Now, all other things being equal, based on the current sta- excuse me the current tax structure in America, capital gains rates are better i.e. lower than ordinary income rates. However, in my mind, they're not so much better that the tax tail should wag the investment dog completely. Sure, in a perfect world, we'd all like to pay lower taxes. But I believe the protection you receive from diversifying your portfolio and taking some of the eggs out of your employer's basket far outweigh the downside of potentially paying a slightly higher tax bill when you sell the stock. How quickly could a drop in the stock share price while holding the stock for one or two years wipe out the potential tax savings? It could happen in a single day, and it could very well happen in the one to two year holding period required to be considered a qualifying disposition. Once again, I can't stress it enough. Do not let the small tax tail wag the much larger investment decision dog. Of course, everyone's tax situation is different, and all tax matters should be discussed with your CPA, but in almost every situation I've come across, the benefits of diversification and prudent investing have outweighed the possible tax savings. So, to quickly summarize, ESPPs are awesome and should almost always be taken advantage of. Just make sure you use them correctly, and don't let that nasty five-letter word taxes ruin a good investment decision to be prudent and diversified at all times.